Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. We hold these truths to be self-evident. For enemies dare to strike us, they and all who have aided them will face fearful consequences. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. The eyes of the world are upon you. You will bring about the destruction of the German war machine. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. Hello. How are you guys doing? Welcome over here to Speak the Truth. This is episode 21. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. If not, hopefully your week is is great. Hope you have a great Monday. No one likes to go back to work, but... At least you guys get to listen to either my voice as you guys drive home or as you drive to work or as you take a long extended break during the middle of the day. As you guys can tell who are on the, the YouTube channel, you guys can see I'm still on the road. I'm actually supposed to be practicing for a tournament right now, but I got up in the morning and I decided, you know what? It is time to do a podcast. So we're still going to crank these things out, even though I have a tournament I'm supposed to be practicing for. So if you guys are listening, yes. I am currently sitting inside of my RV and will be for the next week. But if you guys did not know, over the weekend, Chicago still had a little bit of violence. 49 were shot and six were fatal. One was a police officer. So there you go. Not he wasn't. It wasn't a fatal shooting of a police officer. He was shot in the leg. But there you go. That's pretty much your Chicago update for the gun violence in the capital of gun crisis of America, apparently. I was talking about it last week, and I just had to... I was, I was just thinking about it, so I had to bring it up. There you go. Chicago's still doing Chicago things with their anti-gun crime <laughs> stuff that they just can't figure out so if you are a a uh, barber inside taliban held country of afghanistan currently you're going to be out of work and you're going to be hopefully going back to tending to your goats and or your cattle because right now the religious police in helmand province told the barbers they could not trim yes that is right if they get caught trimming they're going to be punished for either trimming or shaving beards yes that is part of sharia law you will have your hands cut off if you get caught trimming someone's beard trying to groom them to a better standard what they what they need to do is start actually cutting off hands for the men who do not who do not uh, take bass but they're also hanging bodies i told you guys that was gonna start happening it finally happened the first public execution happened over there in uh the city of harat i've actually been to harat i fought actually on the edge of harat uh matter of fact i haven't i never went to the big city i fought on the outer outer edges of it so four bodies were hung in the heart of afghan city of harat and the grim sign that the Taliban was reinstating its hardline rule of even, as you guys do not know, even trying to project this moderate image that, that they said was going to happen after taking over Afghanistan after a week. They are now starting to hang people. They were killed during an exchange of gunfire that left one Taliban fighter wounded. Uh, they added that the four bodies were strung up in order to be a life lesson for other kidnappers. So instead of uh, putting them to trial, they kill them, and then they take their bodies, and then they hang them. So people... People know not to mess with the Taliban. I've actually got some similar stories I know of from when I was over there of stuff like this happening. But it has to do with they don't get their they, they have to be buried within a certain amount of time during the religion. I don't I think it's like 24 hours. The body must be buried. So hanging them is, is makes them to where they can't go to their 
place of origin after they did I I don't I don't know. I don't know the entire thing, but that's pretty much it's very just disrespectful to not bury a body within 24 hours over there. Apparently they had kidnapped the local trader and his son and they had tended to take him out of the city about 500 miles miles west. I don't really know exactly what they were going to do with him. It's not like you can really hold him for ransom, I guess. I don't, there's not a lot of money to be made in Afghanistan unless you're the Taliban for for stealing people. But there you go. Taliban has now started to do public executions in uh, their major cities for people to watch. And apparently there's videos of it all over online. That's the entire goal. I don't know if you guys remember this, but last week I was talking about how they're not going to get rid of social media over there so people can literally film it and then put it on display for the world to have an understanding exactly what Sharia law is. Now you guys know. Everybody welcome to the 21st century version of the Taliban. So the last piece before we move on from the old Taliban is the fact that um, John Bolton's come out and said that uh, there is a chance that they could come into come in contact with with collecting some some of their own nuclear weapons. And the Taliban in control of Afghanistan threatens a possibility of terrorists taking control of Pakistan, which I don't know if that's really going to happen. It could, but I don't I don't really think that's going to happen. That means that maybe 150 nuclear weapons will be in the hands of terrorists. I don't believe that's ever going to happen. I think we would come in and probably probably stop i would hope we would stop that from happening i have no idea if that would actually be the case but china which has already has a lot of influence in pakistan is going to increase its influence and put more pressure on india this is a big development part of the world i don't know if you guys know this but india and pakistan don't really get along at all india has a very large army pakistan is kind of like brittle in the sense that they're like half big big portion of the country is is like kind of terrorist controlled up near the border of course and they're always having conflicts up there like last week they just killed a handful of isis members i mean that's pretty much what they're doing at all times is having to fight terrorism there you go there's your there's your last bit of thing john bolton is coming out saying he thinks that taliban may actually in fact have a chance at some nuclear weapons i don't personally believe it's going to happen i don't think it's a huge concern so there you go we kind of did it backwards today usually we start with uh american news related stuff today we're actually starting with like worldly worldly stuff so if you guys don't know israel did some good stuff they killed five palestinian gunmen uh in a crackdown against hamas over the weekend which is good i don't know if you guys know this but five palestinian gunmen were killed in shootouts with israeli forces in a sweeping west bank arrest operation that cracked down on a islamic militant group of hamas if you guys do not know this, the AOC and her friends, that, that shitty little group of people that they are, they're like all about the Palestinian people in Hamas. Palestinian people, I don't really have a problem with them. It's more or less Hamas. And they love them. They absolutely love them. That's why she was crying last week whenever we put in the, the funding for uh, the Iron Dome. So she actually came out and apologized for shredding or shedding tears, which is, I don't really understand that. Why you would come out and apologize for shedding tears? Now we're going to kick it back over to the United States. So here you guys go. You guys remember all those people that are sitting on the border? No one's really talking about it anymore. There is a, uh, a thing that just came out that the vast majority of Haitian migrants who crossed the southern U.S. border in recent weeks have already been released into the United States, and it's possible that more will follow. The approximate number that have been released is 12,400. 12,400, and they have to come back, apparently, and do something uh, with the, with the court system, which we all know is probably not going to happen, and there's some actual numbers that came with it, so it could actually be higher, like an additional three to five thousand additional more. So you're looking at maybe seventeen thousand five hundred that are just going to be released into the United States. The Department of Justice has also said forty four percent of those who are released miss court appearances. So of those seventeen thousand five hundred, we're going to say eight thousand of them. Eight thousand of those people won't even show up, so they'll be walking around. 
And then they were asked uh, whether many of those thousands who have just been released in the U.S. will stay. Mayorkos insisted that the system will work. It's exactly what he said. It's going to work so well that we already have 11 million and some change here that are undocumented. They're illegals and they're taking jobs away from hard, hard earned like Americans that are trying to earn, earn a living. And he says the system's going to work. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to work. You got to deport every single illegal out of here for the system to actually work. You don't just allow them in. We'll just call, call bullshit when you see it. And there it is right there. All right. So the next one we're going to move on to is actually somewhat, it's kind of funny. It is somewhat funny. I don't really understand the thinking behind this, but it is. <laughs> I got to pause a whole lot. I'm going to play this clip and I'm going to piece it up for you guys. What you're about to listen to is very stupid. I know there's people in the world that think like this, but I would assume a lot of people that are watching this and or listening to this probably don't believe in this. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, put it out there. But it is it is an agenda that is being pushed and it's super goofy. Women make up nearly 60% of college students with men at 40%. That's the largest gender gap in the history of American higher education. And it's getting wider. And it's basically a reversal of where things stood a half century ago. In the fall of 1970, men accounted for nearly 59% of U.S. college students, women 41%. Last year, American colleges enrolled one and a half million fewer students than five years ago. And 71% of those who are gone are men. According to the Common App, in college applications for the most recent school year, women outpaced men 3.8 million to 2.8 million. So where have all the men gone and why? So it is It is kind of funny that they're sitting here having this conversation. They're making it sound really bad out the gate when the entire time the agenda is to make women's rights and make them as equal as men, and which is not a big deal. I don't really care. But it's, it is somewhat kind of funny that they're bringing this up and they're making it seem really bad that now more women that are going to college now than there are men from the 70s. And I can, only, I can tell you why. Women are actually, I personally believe that more women, they're, they're smarter than men. They really are. They have a, a better chance of success when it comes to going to school, I personally believe, because they're able to actually study and focus. I'm, I mean, I've, I mean at, least, at least when I sit around a bunch of guys I know, none of us, not a single one of us, you could sit inside of a classroom and we're going to make it all the way through it. It's not going to happen. Guys are just built differently. Yeah, there's there are some guys who are a little bit more uh, have the ability to sit in a classroom and take notes and act like, like there that is that is a case. But men and women are built so differently. This guy right here though is the kind of guy that I would love just to have a have a conversation with. What we don't talk about is the existential threat this presents to society. We talk a lot about income inequality. We have mating inequality in this country. One, two and three relationships start on Tinder. 50 men, 50 women, 46 women show all their attention to just four men. And what do those four women have? They signal success with a college degree. So you're going to have the most dangerous person in the world is a broke and a lone male. And we are producing too many of them. The mating inequality that's going to come out of this dearth of men in college poses an existential risk to our economy and our society so what this guy is literally saying is if you were a man you do not have a college degree you are not worthy of having intercourse you better not be sticking that thing between your legs inside of any woman's area i'm telling you if you do not have a college degree you cannot mate i promise you which is kind of funny i don't have a college degree i tend to mate on a regular basis i'm pretty good at the mating process i've done okay at it you know I didn't, it didn't, I didn't have to have a college degree to know how to mate. <laughs> I, I, but what this guy's literally saying is, is 
we're not worthy of mating because we don't have a college degree and we're uneducated and we're not good for society. When in fact, which is kind of ironic, I bet you myself and everyone else I know that doesn't have a college degree has made more money in their lifetime than this gentleman has and has way more success underneath themselves than this gentleman that's sitting here. It look, it literally looks like a turtle. He looks like a fucking turtle. That is, he's actually, I, you know what his problem is? He is so mad because people do not want to mate with him, even though he has a college degree. So I want to keep going on with this one. There was a book that came out a couple of years ago called Marry Smart. And the argument was, if you're on a college campus, take advantage of the work that the admissions office has done for you in limiting the pool of potential mates. And I think you're, see, this is what I haven't thought out, and you're obviously thinking it through. What are the long-term implications beyond the classroom for what this holds for society? You get the final word on that. I just want to throw it out there. I cannot wait to hear this guy's final word. I forgot what it was. (laughs) <laughs> but this guy clearly he says i haven't really thought out the, the, the process we're about to have this conversation because my producer just shoved this really random random story on so let's just let's just hear what what uh mr scott galloway has to say the bottom line is we on the left like to think that men and women are exactly the same they aren't they're different including in their mating preferences and the reality is college graduate women aren't interested in mating with men who don't have college degrees If you look at the most unstable, violent societies in the world, they all have one thing in common. They have young, depressed men who aren't attaching to work, aren't attaching to school, and aren't attaching to relationships. And our inability to provide the resources and encourage men to go to college is going to result in in us producing too many of the most dangerous cohort in the world. America is not about exceptionalism. It's about acceptance. Michael, you and I are here talking to each other right now. Because back when we applied to college, UCLA had a 70% admissions rate, not a 14% admissions rate. I just want to kick it back just for a second. Did he just say that men without college degree are dangerous? America is about acceptance, not exceptionalism. This is a huge problem. I just want you guys to know this guy is literally saying if you do not go to college, you are now one of the most dangerous individuals on planet Earth. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. He is actually true because every single person now inside the military didn't have a didn't have a degree they were 100 percent the most dangerous people on planet earth i i know that for a fact all the men i knew that had no college degree whatsoever literally almost 100 percent of the military doesn't have a college degree let's be let's face it they're like 99 percent of them don't and by far those pipe hitters those guys that are actually doing the the dirty work that this 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 guy here that looks like what's that turtle that's on that tv show what's that turtle this guy reminds me of franklin turtle that's it franklin turtle here is so so mad that he's got his college degree and people don't want to sleep with him. So he's, he's saying that we are the we are the existential threat. There you go. If you guys didn't know, mating in America is dangerous. At least the guy claims he's on the left, at least. So that's, that's how you know how wild and crazy the left has become. All right. So here you guys go. I'm going to hit you guys with some knowledge. If you guys did not know, pandemic, yes. It's killed a lot of people. It's also killed life expectancy. It's the lowest it's ever been since World War II. Well, life expectancy has dropped off the most. It's now, uh, since 2019, you're expected to live six months less than you were before 2019. So now it's cut off six months. And this is uh, apparently more towards men, because it's saying right here, the largest reduction was seen in men in the United States who saw a life expectancy drop of 2.2 years. So two years and two months, you're going to shave off your life if you're a man in America. Don't really exactly know how they came up with this. I didn't want to uh, do any more research other than just reading this article, because it's from the... 
Hindustan Times, so I know that it's true. It's got to be true, right? Because it's a study that came out that uh, 22 of the countries had reductions, and it was seen in 27 of the 29 countries, including United States, Europe, and Chile. So there you go. The biggest nations in the world are expecting a life expectancy drop. I don't really know exactly how that's going to pertain because we're all going to die at some point, and I think this is more just fear-mongering. Don't expect to live as long now. So I guess do more dumb shit. Mate some more if you can. Mate as much as you can so that you're going to not live as long. Go to college twice so you can have two partners. Man or woman, doesn't matter. I feel like this is that's going to become the new joke. Uh, po- hold on a sec. i got to take a break from this podcast and uh, go take a quick mating session. So now we're going to move back out of the United States. I don't know where that little uh, just came from in my voice, but that was kind of strange. So North Korea is calling bull on uh, South Korea's call to declare the end of the Korean War. They say it's actually premature. Uh, South Korea has called to declare a formal end to the Korean War is premature, and there's no guarantee it would lead to the withdrawal of U.S. hostility. So that's pretty much the whole reason why apparently we're still at war. is because, or they're still at war, we're not. Because like ourselves, UN and, and South Korea are kind of together in China and North Korea together. North Korea says it's premature. I'm telling you guys, I don't know how long they're going to draw this thing out. Maybe until Jesus comes back. But as of right now, North Korea says that it's premature and it's not going to end. The two Koreas are still technically at war, and they have been at war since the end of the conflict, which was in 53, in a ceasefire. Yes, that's that's literally all it was, was a ceasefire. The war has never been declared to be over with. It's just a ceasefire. So what is actually preventing a peace deal inside of North Korea is the fact that uh, North Korea and U.S., they actually don't formally, we don't recognize each other, which kind of is a little bit of a problem. They did back in 2018 when Trump was fist bumping with them. And in 2019, he told them to eat a, eat a big fat one. And Joe Biden is just increased sanctions, which is a good thing. So good job, Joe Biden, for continuing it, which didn't really take very much effort. But if a peace treaty were reached, it would strengthen North Korea's persistent calls to remove some of the 20, 29,000-ish U.S. troops that are in South Korea. If you guys don't know, we have a, a base over there with 29,000 people. Some people actually enjoy being over there. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd really want to go be stationed over in South Korea myself. I think I'd have a hard time eating a lot of the food. So that's pretty much that. But what would be needed for a peace deal is pretty much a big, a big thing they've been talking about. It is too risky for Kim Jong-un's regime, regime in North Korea which has long blamed U.S. sanctions for the poor state of the country's economy and is a hefty domestic spending on its military to prevent American invasion, which is kind of crazy if you think about it, for the fact that he continues the oppresses people in North Korea to keep his political agenda alive. That's another thing why here in America I love being so free, because over there in North Korea, they're literally under, underneath this dictator who is pushing this propaganda on top of its civilians, and civilians don't really have an idea because they don't have social media and everything. So they think that America is always about to invade North Korea. Imagine living in a world where another country, you're so afraid that another country is going to invade that you're okay with living in poverty so your military can be big and bolsterous and massive and fruitful, which, in fact, they're not very fruitful in one bit. They, we could crush North Korea in 13 seconds. So if, if they would just pull their head out of their own ass, they would be good for themselves. And their country would be probably somewhat prosperous. I'm sure they've got a lot of great natural resources there. All right, so uh, moving on from North Korea, because a lot of us don't really give a a hoot. Yeah, we don't give a hoot about North Korea. If you guys didn't know, we're actually at a Cold War currently with China, and that's another reason why the, the whole thing with North Korea probably will never end, uh, mainly due to the fact that they're with North Korea. Them are on the same side, and us in South Korea, as you guys do know, and then, of course, Taiwan. That whole little Asia-Pacific area right now is, is, is kind of under... 
a little bit of more tension. A little more tension is a good word as of right now. But if you guys did not know, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party is the CCP, just for you guys to know, accounts for up to 80% of intellectual property theft committed against the United States and more than 70% of counterfeited or pirated goods brought into the nation. Yes, that is a lot of sh- China is also the subject of nearly half of all FBI counterintelligence cases for economic espionage. So you you have Chinese doing all this stuff to us economically that is coming into the country, which is hurting us financially. Uh, this is a e- economic warfare that costs the United States hundreds of billions of dollars per year. So yes, you, we have literally been at a cold war that hasn't been very public with China this entire time. And it's now just starting to come to shed some light on it because I don't think there really is anything else to talk about. So China is under a little bit of scrutiny, and they're also about to have a little bit of economic crisis. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not going to talk about it on here because this is not really a financial podcast. But if you go back and do a little bit of research on China, they're going to have a little bit of problems. They're basically going to have their minor version of 2008. It's probably about to happen. So China has a rapid economic growth that has funded one of the most aggressive military expansions in history. If you guys do not know this, since 2000, China has actually increased its military spending by over 1,000%. It has more than tripled the size of its navy and established the largest conventional-based missile arsenal in the world. Most recently, China has exponentially increased its nuclear arsenal. Yes, so there you go. They've used all the money that they made off of our trade with us, which I, I don't think we've ever, we have ever should have brought them in. It's kind of like if we ever bring Iran into trading with the world's economy and then lift sanctions on them, or I think you're just going to have the same kind of issue over there, which they're not going to, but it's kind of hard to retract exactly what you did to China, and you can't really put sanctions and or tariffs on too much imported goods that are coming from China. It's kind of funny how it works. If you guys don't know how economics work in general, you tariff products that come into China or come in from China. The consumer ends up paying the burden of, of the cost of that, which then hurts the economy here in America. So if you raise the prices of everything, the average consumer is going to end up having to pay more, which then kills the profit margins of the companies here in America. So it's like, I don't know how to put it. A lot of stuff is done in China. If you try to bring it back over here to America, the average American worker wants more dollar for the hour that they work, which then increases the cost of goods sold, which then kills the profits of a company, which then drives them out of the country to manufacture their products. I do understand one thing, and that's somehow I didn't learn this in college because I didn't go, so I'm not allowed to mate, but I understand business, economics, and marketing fairly well. Don't know if you guys know that or not. Let that let that seep into your old mind nugget that you have in between your cranium skull, in between your earlobes. That thing between your earlobes, use it every once in a while. All right, so President Biden must change course, call China by its name, and forcefully confront China and its enemies. That's what it says. And America did not wish for a new Cold War, but our only choice is to win or submit to Chinese domination. And I do not like to be dominated by anybody or anything. No one likes to be dominated. Unless you're in that one. What's that movie called? Come on. Fifty Shades of Grey, yes, they love a little bit of domination on that thing, but I am not that guy. I don't have that much money, but I wish I did. <laughs> oh man, I like to I like to make goofy jokes. If you guys didn't know, China is also condemning Britain because they brought a a ship. Yes, that's right. They brought a ship through the Strait of Taiwan. A, uh, a a ship, a floating vessel. I learned that in college. If you guys did not know, China has strongly condemned everything that Britain has done this past week. Because on Monday, they brought a, a, a warship. Yes, that is right. A warship sailed through the sensitive Taiwan Strait saying its behavior that harbored evil intentions. Yes, that is right. The Chinese government says that Britain is harboring evil intentions by 
floating their vessel through a strait that has international waters written all over it. And if you guys did not know, the Chinese, yes, that is right, the Chinese military followed this, uh, this vessel, which is a floating apparatus that sits on top of the water. This is, this is Floating Vessels 101 with Robert Turkla. This one right here, though, weighs a ton. A lot. Now they got a little ton. Has guns all over it. Scary as shit. Anyway, this vessel warned them away, and uh, that was pretty much it. There you go. That's the, that's the big news from China. Scaring away Britain. Making them fear. So, last thing we're going to talk about here is uh, Washington. I love this place. It's very beautiful, but they have a lot of stupid fucking rules. Yes, that is right. Bleak that out for me, Charles, because there's probably kids in the car, and I don't want them to hear me curse those profane words. If you guys did not know, in Washington State, yes, that is right, Washington State, a teacher was ordered to take down a pro-police flag inside of her classroom because it was claimed to be a political signal, which is kind of crazy because they're in Black Lives Matter and LGBT flags are allowed inside of the school, but you cannot have an American flag that has a blue flag, or excuse me, a blue stripe on it. That is a political signal. They told her it was controversial to have that flag up, that it makes kids and staff feel unsafe. You're telling me a flag that has literally a symbol, it symbols safety, literal, literal safety, because it's police, literal fucking safety, makes people feel unsafe. This is coming from, what was that guy's name, Kermit the Frog a second ago? We're talking about how it's bad for men to mate. This is the same kind of individual that says that police, like, what the, f- that's, that's, that is the crazy left side of the, the this, this world we live in. That's fucking wild. So the assistant principal inside the school said that uh, she had concerns how students and families and community members might interpret what the image is intending to communicate and that this interpretation may cause a disruption to the learning environment. That just seems like a bunch of words that were jammed together because they don't really have an excuse and they're trying to make up one right now because they know it's going to make news. And there's a second assistant, by the way. I don't know how, how many assistant principals they need inside of the school. They're talking about defunding the police. Maybe they should go back and reform who's who they're paying inside of the schools because you have a principal, assistant principal, and an assistant to the assistant principals. What what is this? The office? Is this fucking Dwight Schrute right here? Is, the, is this what it is? The assistant regional manager? No, you are the assistant to the regional manager. That's literally what the fuck this is. All right. So anyway, a second assistant principal then ordered the flag to be taken. To, this is Dwight Schrute. Holy shit. Oh, my God. We got Dwight Schrute on our hands. <laughs> a second assistant principal that ordered the flag to be taken down. An HR representative from the director said, no, I can't even read this. Without fucking laughing. I'm sorry. An HR representative for the district said in a letter. Uh, that the letter of clarification to the teacher that the district was highly concerned about the impact of this political symbol on the student staff and the family of Marysville Middle School. Oh my Dwight Schrute coming in from left field hot at Marysville Middle School. Oh my God. But the, it's fine though because the BLM stuff is hanging on the walls, which is okay, she said. That's It's okay. That's fine. You can hang that shit on the wall. You know what? Throw Antifa on the wall too. The teacher also displayed a pride flag in her classroom as well to support gay for her, or excuse me, to support a gay relative. So she had a BLM flag or BLM stuff, BLM or a gay flag. And she also had a, uh, a police, ma- police lives matter type flag, like an American flag with a blue, blue stripe in it. But the only one she had to take down was that one. Not, not the other ones. Cause they're not political figures and political stuff whatsoever. When it went in fact, both of them, literally, that's all they are. I was reading one this morning. I didn't want to put it in here because it was really long, and I don't really have time because we're supposed to be practicing for a tournament right now. But it just actually went through, and it talked about all the money those big corporations were trying to put forth for the, the BLM movement or like uh, racial injustice in America. 
it ended up they did a study on it this past this this past week. Ninety seven percent of the funds that they put up for it, and it was mainly like banking places or banking companies, ninety seven percent of those funds ended up being only used for loans that those companies ended up making money off of. So there you go. If you don't think it's political at all, then you're an idiot because it is. 100% of this stuff's political. And it's kind of funny how easy that left side of the world is really easy to man- manipulate. You can manipulate the absolute shit out of those people. You can because they don't really think for themselves. They're just kind of like sheep. I call them fucking sheeple. They just kind of like, they don't really go outside of their lane. They're like, they've got blinders on. They see what's in front of them. They have no idea what's really going on. It's kind of like the guy. Like I said, I'm going to keep going back. Made as much as you want. Be free. Wrap it up. But do me a foot. Please wrap it up because if you don't, you might have some problems. So I didn't learn that in college. Actually, I learned that in like fifth grade or sixth grade health education class. Didn't have to go to college for that. So hope you guys had a fantastic day. I got to get on the water. I got to get on the water. I might do a little bit of mating session over there in the, the bedroom before I leave. Um, but I hope you guys have a fantastic week and a Monday. And I'll see you guys tomorrow on another one of these uh, uh, podcasts, these, these episodes. Hope you guys had a great day. I'm out of here. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.